As you lie in slumber, your spirit body snaps free and drifts upwards while your physical shell is left lonely on the bed below, connected only by a fragile silvery cord. You turn and observe yourself peacefully sleeping. Could this be evidence of the soul? Could it be proof of life after death? Hello guys and welcome to the latest Sleepy Talk podcast. Today I am joined by only Jordan. Tis I. And only I. Is, is that it? Is that your intro? Yeah, it is I, but you've got, you've got to remember after we talked before, I've, I've got two kids fighting in the other room, so we've got to be a bit careful and a bit brief on the uh, on the Just talking. talk louder than them. <laughs> I the could talk louder than but his microphone is very sensitive. <laughs> well, moving on from that, if you didn't know already from that spectacular intro by this amazing voice actor, narrator, creepypasta reader... And that's about it, I think. They're the only accolades I can really um, I think you've go by. Covered, I think you've covered that, to be fair. Covered I think everything I've covered you covered more than, more, than, <laughs> more than I am. Um, we, we're going to be talking about our body experiences or astral projection. Uh, projection astral projection. You, 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 you're getting it. You're getting it. Keep, you keep trying. Eventually, you'll get the right one. I was just going to edit that out, but you've just ruined it now. I, I ruin everything, you know this. Well, what's another word for out-of-body experience? Is it just astral projection? It's astral projection, yeah. Is that it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, just, yeah I, 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 I want another one. Uh, floaty, sleepy boy. Flo- flo- floaty, sleepy boy, astral projection. Yeah, that works out well. Yeah, <laughs> floaty, sleepy boy. Or girl, because yeah, we're inclusive yeah, say, here. Inclusive, yeah, can you say? Inclusive. It's not exclusive to genders, so, you know. <laughs> so... Reports of out-of-body experiences, or OBEs, I don't know why it's called OBE, because that means owner that's, of the British Empire. Yeah, I was about to say, that's that, that's a you know, status given to people, isn't it? Yeah, that was in the medical uh, medical journals as OBE is short, but, you know, it could be American. Could be. Uh, some consist of little more than a fleeting feeling that body and mind have come loose while others recount tales of floating far from the person's physical body and travelling to otherworldly planes. Ooh, spooky-wooky. Gotta love the spooky-wookies around here. So, this sort of phenomenon... Phenomena? 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 Yeah. Uh, it's like a Phenomenon? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Phenomenons. Phenomenies. Uh, have fascinated humanity for centuries. And it's relevant in a lot of folklore, spiritual belief, and mythology. Oh no! As well as I say, to be fair, you know, in all your you know creepy past and stuff, I'm surprised it's not more of a common theme. Really, you would have thought it would be. I think there are a lot. Um, I just don't think. Well, if you didn't know already, I've pretty much gone away from the creepy pasta kind of life. It just, yeah, I enjoyed it. I just don't really have the time to do it and edit all the music in properly, and uh, I wouldn't be happy with it um, with the time that I have, and it'd probably be once every week or so. Things like this and the short stories that I'm doing, I can just put music behind and not worry about sort of like the tension. Um, Whereas for that, um, I did learn and developed sort of my skills along the way to 
make the music fit the story and the narrative as best I could. Yeah. And uh, yeah, now it's just not. Um, it's it's just not one of them things that's going to work. Yeah. Well, I mean, your your short stories. You know, I'm reading three stories every time. You know, that's working out pretty well and i'm pretty sure people that do listen and you know watch listen to these podcasts and watch your videos probably would agree the same that having your opinion afterwards probably uh, uh is is a better format really oh thanks mate no no so you gotta, gotta get the plugs in there ain't you oh sorry uh um, obligatory plug <laughs> we're, we're, we're missing ryan aren't we so we need to get the plugs in yeah, we need to get them plugs in. Don't forget to get your vape juice from TGWD over on Facebook. Link will be in the last video's description. And I can, uh, I, I can, I can suddenly hear uh, someone screaming yes. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on from me, myself, and my creepy pasta or channel. In the 19th century, our body experiences became a popular topic of the Romantic literacy movement. And unsurprisingly, these were then eagerly discussed by early psychical researchers. So, you know, mm. love stories, romantic yeah, about, literacy. I was about to say, ooh la la. Yeah, you know, so you can have an astral projection and become a voyeur to your own self. Well, that'd be kind of weird when it's kind of like in a um, astral projection, actual project yourself, uh, um, see yourself in the bed. Would anyone be tempted to just kind of just look at themselves and just, you know, like people do in a mirror, like admire themselves? Do you think like people would have done the exact same thing when they, you know, project themselves out of their own body? I don't know. I think you'd be more like freaked out that you're looking at yourself and it's not a mirror. Well, it depends. I mean, I'd, I've read some things where it's like you can, you know, induce it yourself, the out-of-body yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so so talking from sort of like the first time you do it, because I imagine there's, if if it is a real phenomena, that yeah. um, people will do this by accident once or twice in their life and be absolutely freaked out, probably think they're dead. Yeah, yeah, potentially think they're dead, especially if, they if they're no lying asleep. knowledge on it. Yeah. yeah, if they've got no knowledge of it, and then you know, uh, the things like this can be seen. Uh, I think uh, Doctor Strange did really, really good. Um, there's a really good scene where his body's sleeping and he's researching books while yeah, his yeah. astral form is out of his body. Good um, film, so that, his, yeah. His body sleeps, but his soul doesn't. And is that a problem? Not for Doctor Strange. Well, I mean, Doctor Strange goes into the weird and wonderful, so, you know, for him, it's just, you know, it's a normal day. So if it is a real thing, then surely we can utilize that in the same way that he did in the film, where you literally could research stuff or learn new things while your body's sleeping. Well, if you if you, uh, if you think about, it, I guess the same kind of principle as someone listening to an audio tape while they're asleep. You know, how they always say you can learn like a language while you're asleep. I, I tried it; it doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, it, it, I it, 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 it might work for like some people, and it could be the same kind of thing. 
are um, just kind of learning as as, as you rest. <laughs> I failed that French test so hard. <laughs> oh, I, I don't when... remember when I took my French. <laughs> for, for you, for you at school, was it like you got taken to a really small box room? With a tape yeah, and you recorder. Had to record. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Why, why yeah. there all schools in the UK have that small box room for this kind of thing? It makes <laughs> makes well, no sense. Well, a lot of schools or new builds, because I know that we were in the new build sort of uh, school. There was the old building which we had science and English and maths in. Yeah. And then we had the new build, which was like language, more science rooms, more maths rooms, uh, religious studies, geography. You know. Um, so we were split. We had a, a huge old building and then a new building on the back. Yeah. Um, and every single room had that little box room in the back. It was like a go-between for each class. Mm-hmm. So there was doors on either side. So I imagine that was just the design. That's the design of new school buildings. Yeah, and I say we are um, we do had a new school, but I know obviously going completely off topic. But we do yeah. uh, my my school actually someone hated it so much they burnt it down. And it was uh, um, burned That's down why you for failed about three French years. Test. That, that, that is exactly why I failed my French test. So, according to surveys, around ten percent of the population have experienced an out-of-body experience. Experienced an out-of-body experience. That's a really bit of a tongue twister, cool isn't it? Yeah, at least once. So there must be more to it than a desire to live forever or an overcharged imagination. Well, the brain is weird, isn't it? Really. Well, we have touched up on this on previous sort of discussions on podcasts where sometimes if something's really similar to what you've experienced, then their truth can become your truth if they're more convincing than you are. Yeah. So generally speaking, you said brains are weird things. If if you said you had a dream that you were out of your body and could see yourself and then I said, oh yeah, that's called astral projection. Uh, I do that quite a lot. Do you remember seeing the thing in the corner and instantly you might think, oh, you do this a lot. And to fit in, you're like, yeah, I remember seeing the thing in the corner. Yeah. Well, it's like, uh, um, I mean, say the brain just patches things together, don't it? I mean, like driving as an example, you can just when you do a route so often, you just blank it out. So it's like I did it earlier. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. I had that earlier. It's like some sort of um, autopilot. So Mm. I do the same route a couple of times a week when we can't get our baby to sleep. Stick her in the car, drive my own little route. I'll not say where it is because it's my route. Um, But um, yeah, (laughs) I I just realized I sort of like snapped back into consciousness and was like, whoa, I'm here. Even though the last bit I remember was a certain turn off. Yeah, it's think... not that I fell asleep or anything, because clearly I was driving and I was doing the speed limit and I was fine. But I tend to sort of drift off, drifted off subconsciously. Yeah, you're completely in control in a sense because your autonomous mind is taken over. But it's just because you do it so often that it's, you can just read, read like back, like like reading the back of your hand in a sense. So. Uh, um, it's, it's scary I can't remember if you remember the first time it happened to you but I remember the first time it happened to me it was really scary it's like oh, how the hell did it end up here like end up at a roundabout <laughs> I remember the worst one was um, and nothing happened and nothing dangerous happened but it was when I was actually driving to where we worked before yeah um, I went over three roundabouts and could not remember any of the roundabouts 
Oh, it's gosh. like I, I came back into consciousness around the this pub, which is on a really long road, and I saw the pub, and that's when I was like back in the room. Yeah, but I yeah I'd gone past like three different roundabouts, gone through loads of traffic lights. Obviously, they were on green, but I w- wasn't aware that I'd gone through them until after. Oh, jeez. So, I know that's nothing to do with out-of-body experiences, but... I mean, I mean, it, it, in a sense, you could argue that it kind of is, because you, but your body's, you know, taking control of itself. You're not in control of it. I know you can't see what's happening, but your body's taking complete control over your actions at that particular point in time. So, you could argue that your body's taken over. In a sense. Yeah, but I mean, astral projection is more of you force your spirit out to look at yourself while your body's in a subconscious state. But I get what you mean. It's it's, it's a weird thing that your mind does, and maybe this is another weird thing that your mind does. We'll never know, or we might know. We might know. We have enough yeah, research. So, but... Yeah, I mean, these things uh, can be spontaneous. So a lot of things, a lot of times this happens is when uh, when you go to sleep, so it's meant to be like prior to waking or just before you fall asleep. So it could be a similar similar sense to sleep paralysis when you're just waking up. Maybe that's your brain trying to make sense of something. Um, but, it, you know, you can have it due to, due to like noise, stress, illness. The list goes on. You could be perfectly fine and just end up seeing yourself asleep but that in my case i believe that so going into context i had a dream that i was doing this but i know full well it was a dream yeah it was kind of like a lucid dream as well so i was aware that i was dreaming i mean to tell me if you think i'm wrong but i i could see myself and then the court the thing in the corner of the room is is something from my experience that I saw something in the corner of my room. And yeah, that it was just a dream. Um, I can't remember any more than that situation. I looked down at myself, saw myself, and then looked at the corner of the room, and there was something there. And that was it. That's all I can remember. So this is why I think it's just a dream, because you only remember sort of snippets of dreams anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've had, I think, I think, well, that's there's recorded evidence of that happening to people anyway. So I, I think what you experienced there was, you know, for all intents and purposes, 100% true. You experienced that in your lucid dream. To you, it was real. <laughs> so, uh, um, well, you knew it was a dream, but as I say, it's, it, it, it was still probably freaked you out quite a lot. I think you discussed this in the, uh, on the other podcast, didn't you? If I remember yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but again, it, it was just, I know it was a dream. I can only remember that snippet. So if I was sort of astrally projecting, I would have remembered, or from what I've read, I would have remembered quite a lot more than that and I could have controlled certain things to do with it. But I don't remember any of that. I just remember floating and then seeing something and then, haha, I'm awake. That's all I can remember from my dream. So 100%, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, it, it's worth me mentioning, but... I don't think that I was having an out-of-body experience. I think I was just dreaming. And that yeah. just happened to be the dream that I had. Yeah, not not much can do with that, really. <laughs> no, no. But, you know, it, it was worth uh, worth throwing into the fire. 
but there are ways that you can induce it. So uh, physical efforts. So people have been able to do it through extreme exertion, through drugs, um, depriving their sensories or overloading them. Uh, and also G-Force, apparently. No oh, G-Force, so fair enough. pilots and astronauts have experienced OBEs when uh, extreme G-Forces are encountered. Yeah, what so, about the uh, what about hypnosis as well? Because uh, um, obviously people willingly get hypnotized and obviously don't remember anything that goes on afterwards. Um, but I think I've read something where self-hypnosis is a way to get an OBE uh, happening with you. Not sure. I've not read anything on that. Sorry, I can't add anything to it. But um, I don't know whether hypnosis would do it. Maybe if you if hypnosis was a real thing, I know it's just a sort of like a, some sort of cue for your brain that yeah. kind of like makes you into some sort of mindless robot. I suppose, I suppose in the same sense, like the autonomous driving. Going back to that, it's like yeah, hypnosis induces yeah, for that. Some something like that. Yeah, um, just going over something in your head that gives you certain cues that then automatically you are in sort of autopilot. Maybe you could induce someone to do that after hypnotizing them. I don't know. It'd be interesting to find a case where it has happened. So there's all sorts of uh, uh, out-of-body experiences that have, you know, been recorded. And I say, as you mentioned in what you've been talking about, I say it all, it all dates back to uh, um, what what year did you say again? Kind of uh, uh, missed that one. Or oh, did you mention a year? I mentioned, uh, I think it was the 19th century. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it, that was just an example, though, of how, how far it can go back. It wasn't that it started then. It was just when it became a popular topic for romantic literacy. Ooh, oh, yes, the ooh-la-la, I remember. Um, but I was trying to think if there's any interesting uh, um, instances where out-of-body experiences would, were kind of like the center point um, of like a story, I guess, in a sense. Um, I mean, there's plenty of literacy with regards um, to out-of-body experiences and say it is a is a topic of contention um, as to say whether it's real or not. So there was a case, it was a controversial aspect of this, um, which is the claim that during one of these, the viewer is able to literally float out of their body and witness something or someone that they couldn't have seen otherwise. Though a really good example is the case of uh, Pam Reynolds, who was a brain surgery patient who underwent a highly invasive operation to remove a, uh, a tumour. So following the surgery when she woke up, she was able to describe aspects of the procedure that had happened at a time when she was clinically dead. So she claimed to have surveyed the scene during one of these astral projections. And although there was sceptics, the proponents of the afterlife have repeatedly used this story as evidence of an ability to float beyond the body. And some of these are intriguing and compelling, but at this stage, they're nothing more than just stories. There's been quite a few studies. Uh, there was one from 2014, which was titled Awareness During Resuscitation, or AWARE. Uh, this was the first serious large-scale investigation to look at this and the study addressed the possibility of the perception during uh, OBEs or 
out-of-body experiences. This research involved multiple hospitals and hundreds of interviews with cardiac arrest survivors. So for those that don't know what cardiac arrest is, basically where your heart just stops and you need to be resuscitated, you know, defibrillator, electrocute your heart and see if you come back to life. Basically chest compression. Yeah, clinically dead. Uh, you still have brain activity at this point, though. Um, it's just that they need to try and reboot your heart in order to pump more blood into your brain and stop it from dying and the rest of your organs. And they investigated whether any individuals had genuinely floated above themselves and viewed their surroundings. And researchers placed pictures on shelves that would only be viewable from above. Uh, So in this way, it was sort of foolproof. They could test whether people were experiencing this and could actually leave their bodies. There were only two OBEs during this study, but neither could accurately relate the images from the shelves. So they decided to do the next phase, known as AWARE 2, as uh, another vertical recall is a real possibility in the thousand monitored cases, and who knows that ever-elusive visual recall may yet be found. So... This is why I like looking at certain studies. People that go out of their way to think, do you know what, I'm going to see if this is a real thing. And it was a real foolproof way of how they did it, you know, placing pictures that you could only see from an aerial point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if people, like, how many, you know, they they did hundreds of different sort of survivors and only two could recall having an astral projection or an OBE, and uh, they couldn't relate the images from the shelves. So there's, there's, there's sort of like one thing that we could pick from this, which would sort of, let's say, um, I don't know, cover for the actual people that were having an out-of-body experience, is that obviously these pictures were put in there while they were, or before they were having a cardiac arrest, but they couldn't, determine who was going to be in there and who was going to have a cardiac arrest so these people would have no idea that they were about to be clinically dead so they couldn't be prepped to say oh we're going to put some pictures in there and you need to tell us what they are yeah yeah or how high to float and stuff yeah so if it was me and i just woke up from a cardiac arrest or i was having a cardiac arrest my body floated up however high and was looking down on people doing chest compressions on me and having a defib on me and shocking me and things i wouldn't look for certain pictures that were facing upwards i think that would be the last thing i would look for i think i'm trying to find a way to ferry myself back to my body to be completely honest you'd be desperate to get back into your body not knowing whether that would work but that would be the plausible explanation is what you what you would try and do is try and get back into your body because you're outside of your body and your body's dead clinically you know you've got loads of people around you shocking you and doing chest compressions and breathing into your mouth and the the first thing you're going to think is i need to get back in there 
I mean, is it also the little thing of, you know, how long were they clinically dead for? How long was their, you know, out-of-body experience? It could have been mere seconds. It could have been 10 minutes. We don't know how time works at that particular point. It could work completely exactly. differently. Um, exactly. And as I say, you are darting around. You're completely panicked because you're not prepared to be floating above your body, looking down at your clinically dead self while people are just prodding and poking you. So, yeah, you'd be pretty frantic at that point. So you you wouldn't be looking at a particular location for this particular picture, which may or may not exist. Well, obviously we know it exists because of the research, but you won't really. You might see the picture, but not take any note of what's on that picture. You just know there's a picture up there. So yeah, uh, and again, it's not like something that you're going to focus on if you have no idea that that picture is going to be there. You know, if they said we're going to put in a sentence from a book, um, and we're going to put you in a cardiac arrest you need to then float above your body and read us this sentence then yeah 100 percent, they could if if it was possible and they did have an obe they'd be able to say right the sentence was this but no medical study in the uh sort of new age world would put you in a cardiac arrest to start with yeah um <laughs> yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit a bit of kind of like a moral high, moral, moral gray area isn't it really yeah yeah like you're not going to put someone in a cardiac arrest just so they can read a sentence or look at a picture and describe to you what the picture is uh, <laughs> like, thanks with, you quoted shakespeare yeah. good job <laughs> with with the full sort of confidence that they're going to bring you back from being dead clinically anyway you know because there's you could go into cardiac arrest and you could be healthy and there's no way they can bring you back yeah, because I'd say I don't know what the survival percentage is of bringing people back from cardiac arrest, but I know it's uh, if it's a certain amount. Is it two minutes um, with no like blood flow to the brain that you pretty much damage starts happening, or is it five? Yeah, five I think I think it's, like it's either two or five. But there, there's a there's a time period where you your brain starts dying. There's no possible way that they could tell someone, yes, we're going to kill you. But we're yeah. going to bring you back. And what you need to do is, if you can, uh, like float above your body in an out-of-body experience, <laughs> look for this picture and tell us what it is. And then we can prove that it, it exists because the, they wouldn't do that. That Maybe the, the best way to do it is to go to well-known uh, people who can physically put themselves into an out-of-body experience, as some people claim to be able to do. Uh, put them in a sleep chamber. And when they're asleep, go in and do some hand gestures or do a dance or put pictures in there when they're asleep and make, there's ways to tell when someone's asleep anyway, if you've got enough nodes on the brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Do that, put pictures in um, facing upwards and then before they wake up, go in and take the pictures away or put it on the tablet and you can remote to the tablet and you can turn it off as soon as uh, they're about to wake up so they don't see it and then that's the easiest way you could test it yeah or but this, e- or this even... was a good study though oh yeah it, it, it sounds like a really good study i mean how many how many years was that study or was it just over like a like a month or so does it say it doesn't say um it says there were thousands of monitored cases though and it was a study from 2014 oh so fairly recent then yeah, so this this was a study. It was fairly recent, and it's more looking into whether you have an out of body experience towards the end of your life. So you know, seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, kind of thing. Yeah, the near near death experiences in essence. Yeah, 
pretty pretty much um even though you are clinically dead mm. it's uh not quite near death but it is de- <laughs> <laughs> technically you know, speaking it is pretty you much are dead dead and yeah. an, an, an nde you know kind of not on a ward yeah. like an obe so yeah so there's there's plenty of uh plenty of studies but that was one that sort of sprung out to me as one that was really good because there there is no sort of preemptive this is what's going to happen i need you to do this like these people had no idea at all yeah that this was happening prep them or anything like that yeah so So, and the fact that out of thousands of monitor cases there were only two that said that they did and they couldn't accurately say that what the picture was or anything well, maybe, maybe now that we're aware of it and we've made the viewers aware of it, if they unfortunately do go into cardiac arrest and they have an out-of-body experience, they can look for pictures. <laughs> yeah, just 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 get one of your get your partner or get your parents to just put a picture on top of the wardrobe or something, and then see if you can medically, you know, or whatever, induce yourself into an out-of-body experience, and then uh, test yourself down in the comments below on the YouTube video. <laughs> exactly yeah okay so i think we've uh we've touched up on this we've gone through some studies we've talked about what it is we've talked about potentially personal experiences with it but i don't think they're that credible no i mean i'm credible but i don't think my experience with potentially it being that is a credible experience because i don't believe it was an experience so we'll just move on from that so um yeah, sorry, it's just me and Jordan, but uh, Ryan had some, yeah, Ryan things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm <laughs> not going to that. He's, he's dealing with said Ryan thing, so it's all good. Yeah, and hopefully uh, he won't be here next week, but he'll be here the week after. So we'll get to go off on a tangent for double the amount of time this time. Yeah, we, do, we say we try to keep it short and sweet this time round, and uh, I'm looking at the clock, and yeah, it definitely is short and sweet compared to normal. So, uh, bite-sized episode. Yeah, you know, but I've enjoyed this one. Hope you have too, and thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us, Jordan. Links in the description. Lovely. Uh, take care. Bye.